Hello and welcome to Horrorsperia. My name is May. And I'm Clinton. Ho, 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 May. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy we're doing this on Christmas Eve. We are. Hey, smile. And don't worry, darling. We're going to cover 2022's greatest horror films. I wish we could redo that. That's how much I hated it. <laughs> no, yes. So this is a fun one. I feel like this is the first year, maybe since we started doing this, that I just, I really wanted to try to stay on top of new releases. Yes. And I feel like we did pretty well yeah. for the most part. I, and, I, and I had fun with it. You know, it didn't seem like a chore. No, yeah. And I also mean like throughout the year, throughout the year, we saw, we saw a lot of films together in theaters. Um, it makes me want to keep it up. I feel mm-hmm. like... I feel like we can do this. And yeah. so it's awesome to like not have to do a leftovers episode. Oh, we're yeah. on time. We are we're experts. At this, this one point. should hit y'all right before the actual ball drop of 2023. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So come along with us. Yeah. And what are we going to do with spoilers? Are we going to try to keep it? Okay, sorry. This is your disclaimer. We're doing spoilers. Okay. Like, don't listen to a year end without the spoilers. Um, and yeah, so it's a lovely little Christmas Eve. The sirens are ringing. We're looking at Babu. Uh huh. That's May's re- cat. If you're new to the pod, I think we're ready. Struggling yeah? with uh, intestinal issue this week, but oh my feeling God. better today. <laughs> I do not want to be one of your children. You would just blast. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Oh, no. I blast out. <laughs> You're like, this one is fucking pissing in his sleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So before we begin to, so this is going to be kind of more of like a conversation podcast. Okay. okay. Um, mainly because I tossed around with like top five. I tossed around, I tossed around with an idea that mm-hmm. every film gets like a superlative, mm. like... I wish I was 10 times more high when I saw this film. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, you know what? We'll just talk about them. We'll just say faves. We'll just have a lovely little conversation. Because, I mean, sticking to the ethos of this own podcast, I do think we can look at a lot of these films and notice trends, notice uh, things that may seem, well, like not only on trend, but like motifs, thematic, aesthetics. Um, and yeah, I'm really stoked. And we set a goal like separately to just watch as many 2022 horrors in the last month or so. We did see a lot of them during the year. But what I also like about this is I think that you saw some stuff. I saw some stuff. We saw some of the same stuff, but not all of the same stuff. So um, that's right. We got different, different. Pers- I think we uh, have a lot of coverage. We covered a lot. We yeah, covered a lot. So before we get into it. What were your general impressions of 2022 horror? Like, good year, Uh, mid-year? Yeah. Well, you know, I would have to say it's a good year. Just sheer quantity and quality within the quantity. It's like you got a little bit of both this year. Yeah. And a lot of movies that kind of didn't seem like they'd be that good, but then ended up being kind of (laughs) good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know exactly what movie you're talking uh-huh. about, and that's a no. Oh but, my god! But no, I I do um, yeah, I do think there tends to be. I feel like we're entering like a golden age of horror, and I'm not really sure if it's because of the sheer amount of stuff that gets made, 
Um, like some things actually that are not on this list because they're not movies, but things that I like, like Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, ah. like little things like that were really fun to engage with. Um, Yellow Jackets, uh, what else? Servant, things like that, which Servant last season, January 13th, catch up. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more season? One more season. In the 2023? Dropping January 13th. And now then we'll be finished with that monster forever. <laughs> you don't even know what happens in it. I and I know enough. No, about... you don't. You <laughs> I, have, like, I these... saw the first season. You have like these conceptions. I do. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I'm really I'm really excited just to get into this list. Um, yeah. So this is the 2022 straight up horror movie bangers. Well, we're going or I wrote down Every film that I well that I think I saw mm -hmm. and um yeah a few I also have a few that I heard of um but don't really want to watch or okay. still haven't watched and maybe I got some of those too yeah okay so I'm going to so some of the films discussed on this episode I'm going to read them off you're more than welcome okay. to make comments as I go okay so. This is the list of films that we're going to try to address in this okay. episode. Okay. Men, Scream, Barbarian, Nanny, X, Pearl, Smile, The Northman, The Black Phone, You Won't Be Alone, Hatching, Mad God, Deadstream, We're All Going to the World's Fair, You Are Not My Mother, Watcher, Bodies, 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 Speak No Evil, Orphan, First Kill, Nope, Resurrection, Crimes of the Future, VHS 99, Master, Hocus Pocus 2. What? <laughs> it counts. Uh, okay, okay. My Best Friend's Exorcism, Dash Cam, Uma, and then some movies, so those are all movies that I, I think those are all the horrors that I watched this year. And okay. then some movies that were either on two watches or some movies that I know made a splash this year, but maybe I don't want to see them for uh -huh. one reason or another. Some of them are Hellbender, Salome, The Innocents, Sissy, A Wounded Fawn, Prey, Piggy, The Menu, Studio 666. Did The Menu come out? The Menu is about to drop on HBO Max. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a yeah. straight to Max? Or did it have uh, like no, a small run? No, it came out run? in October. Yeah. No. Yeah, it came out in October. The one thing about The Menu, and so The Menu is not one that I really want to watch, mainly because I don't think it's a horror. And literally oh when I God, read it's in, reviews- it's in theaters now. Yeah. And when I read reviews, people are like, yeah, this isn't really a horror. So uh -huh. don't walk in expecting a horror. I mean, but so much of this horror is like that, right? No, I yeah, mean, fair enough, fair like enough. It's horror adjacent. Right. Yeah. Uh, Studio 666, Halloween Ends, They Them, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Wesera is one I want to see. Oh, and Skin of Marink. Skin of Marink is also I want to one I want to see. Yeah. Then there are also a few. Right now, there's a brand new Christmas horror called Christmas Bloody Christmas. But I'm gonna be real with you. I think I'm kind of like spent on Killer Santa stuff. Yeah. On that note, uh -huh. I do want to see Violent Night. Yeah, that um, seems like an exception like to the fun. rule. Yeah, totally. And mainly because of, of the an cast. Movie, it's right? John Leguizamo and David Harbour, two dudes that I... Hello, David Harbour's looking at us right now. Is he? 
Yeah, I have that photo with him. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's our movie list. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Um, and also Terrifier 3. Um, uh, just I, gross I specifically stuff. decided not to acknowledge Terrifier. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah, there's no really way to really talk about it without being you like... You watched it? Judge- no, oh, okay. I, I can't. I, no, I don't have yeah, the psychology for that. Yeah, no, it's just same. like gross uh, gore yeah. horror, right? No, yeah. yeah, and it's all of women, you know. And yeah. it's just like I'm sorry, it's always going to be a gender thing. To yeah, me. yeah. Um, and it's a killer clown thing, and I'm like, we've done, we've cares? been there, we've done that. What's Literally, what's new? Who here? cares? Yeah. I remember that they were doing this self-righteous oscar campaign like obviously we're not going to be nominated for oscars but uh-huh. we just want to force oscar voters to watch it and oh, it's God. like that, i mean i kind of respect that that's kind of like, no i think it's yeah. just like the most useless troll it is a troll it, yeah i mean it's, anyway it's, it's yeah. um yeah, so how do you want to get started on the list? Well, that is a lot of films. So I'm going to start with the one I saw most recently. Okay. And I don't know if I heard it on your list. Maybe not. On your not. little list over here, okay? Damn, but it's I know. Um, the film Don't Worry, Darling. Okay, that one doesn't count. That film. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it recently, and I just want to say that it. I watched it because somebody had... You tweet. were dying to watch it. You kept no, begging me dying. to watch. No, you were dying begging. to watch. Come you were on. like, I this love is exaggeration. Oh, I do like that song. No, <laughs> I don't even know any of his songs. And like, Olivia Wilde's cool. She's cool. Um, uh, and our girl from um, Midsummer. I know you do love oh, Florence Pugh. God, which she has like the oldest woman's name of any actress yeah. in my lifetime. Florence yeah. Pugh. I don't know. She I'm sounds sure. like a golden girl. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was named after golden girl. But in any case, the film, the film was not bad. It, was it, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But I watched it because somebody had tweeted that it was the worst thing they had seen all year. And that was not the case for me. It, it, I, okay, thought, well, I, I had some fun. I enjoyed all, it. All this year. What do you think? Oh, the worst. <sighs> Ooh, it's hard. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you have any that come to mind? No, I mean, like... The, I, the, when they're bad, I, I just stop watching it, right? I mean, if it's streaming. Yeah, but, like, I guess, like, if we're going in theaters and uh-huh. whatnot, like, one... I mean, we can always start off with the first horror that we saw this year, which was Scream. Oh, and we saw it yes. in theaters. yes. We were really stoked and I won't, and I think we've already sort of talked about it on the pod, but it was a thing where I didn't hate watching it with you, right? Like, yeah, I, we, I, we watched it on opening night. I'm yeah, we sure. watched it on opening night um, and we had a good time together. But then I rewatched it in October and I was like, this film makes me so angry that I wish I could piss on it and set it on oh fire. Oh my God, that's so um, funny. Yeah, so we got, I think- we got hyped into enjoying it. I know. Even, but I'm like, my first impressions were like, this is a super bloated franchise sequel. Like, no, it's just like- everything I hate about when series continue and then they have yeah. to always bring back pieces no, of the yeah. past for the past but then they and also it was the first one that was not done by Wes Crave and so you know like yeah. you're coming back after 10 years and whatnot uh you know it was just like a super big disappointment um 
So yeah, I guess Scream. We and saw that's, the Northman. Fifth one is that right? The fifth. That one? was the fifth one. Okay. I'm not gonna watch which the reboot. So are they gonna like go into Scream Two? Like what do they call the next one? Scream. The next one is Scream Six. Scream Neff Campbell's six. not in it because okay. they didn't want to pay her enough. Um, and it's already coming out. Like it's the it's actually the shortest time between Scream sequels. It's about to oh come my out. God. Speaking and of shortest time, oh god! I tried to watch the new Halloween movie, oh, and god. I ended up watching the old Halloween movie because they made one two thousand twenty one. Yeah, and then two thousand twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> What? It, yeah, it's yeah. Why? No, they they went real. No, I'm telling you, that's the Hall- why yeah. new Halloween trilogy is ass. Wow. Yeah. New- well, but I wanted to watch the new one because I heard the new one wasn't that bad. It might. It was actually kind of good. But then I only heard the opposite of that. Really? <laughs> yeah, everyone hated it. Really? Because all right, the the new 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 the yeah. latest Halloween one ends. is all about. Not it's Halloween it's kills. not about Michael Myers. It's yeah. about like this random white guy that's uh-huh. like the new michael and oh, like yeah, yeah. apparently like even beats him up a bit and people were like oh. how do you beat up michael my like he's yeah. supposed to be indestructible and suddenly this like scrawny little white man's like i'm gonna beat your ass and yeah. i'm like as someone that actually hates the halloween franchise overall i can see how the anachronism with like the hero worship you build with that villain, if you prove him as fallible, you know, it's just sort of like, then what were you doing all this other time? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's very like convenient for the plot line for like who, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, the Halloween ends. It's not something I would ever watch. Mm, okay. Same with Don't Worry Darling. I was like, those are wow. strong nevers. Wow. Um, I, I'm so going to die one day. Coming from that end. You know, I'm going to die. <laughs> I don't want to waste they my time. They never say, don't worry, darling, in the movie, if that's what you're worried about. No. Like, Harry I, Styles doesn't Harry say Styles it. face literally enrages me. Like He's I, very young looking. He's very disgusting looking. Oh like, my he gosh. Wow. looks like a felched asshole. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> the, Harry, you're on Harry Styles' naughty list. <laughs> um... Yeah, we saw the Northmen together. We did. I oh. fell asleep in the middle of it. Oh my gosh. And I did the opposite. I went to a, a higher plane. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. So is the Northman you think in your top five? So Northman directed by... Uh, Robert Eggers. Yes. Super pod... Fan of the pod. He loves our pod no. and we love him. No. <laughs> he I gave the world dislike Robert he, Eggers. You're he, not my friend. He gave the world Witch, which is one of my top horror movies of all time. And The Lighthouse, which was in black and white and had Robert Pattinson. Did you watch off. it? We saw it together. No, we didn't. Lighthouse. There's no way I saw that by myself. You saw it by yourself. We saw I it saw together. it by myself. No, no I, saw I was it by myself. there. You were forgetting my, the existence of my body and my, my <laughs> whole personhood. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't watch it together. I would bet I like would real not have money sat in a seat. It. In the theater. I didn't see it in, in theaters. The dark, I didn't see it in and... theaters. Okay, maybe I did. Okay, <laughs> see? <laughs> I saw it on my fucking laptop. I remember that. Or not my laptop. We, I saw it on I TV. A, okay, well, in any case... Robert Eggers. Um, oh, that's kind it of a should. fun name. Oh my God! They, Have you ever how seen could a you photo say of that? him? Yeah, he's pretty normal looking. No, he's like he looks like a lumberjack. To oh me. really? Oh. Yeah, he has like that 
thick ass hipster beard. Okay. And is like muscly. Well, he he knows like history, so he's like. I'm pretty sure he's he got doesn't that historic know historic grizzle. <laughs> um, but the Northman, the Northman, the Northman. It's got um has incest. What? Hello, Nicole Kidman and Alex Skarsgård. I'm not not full. Not full. <laughs> they don't go all the it way. It doesn't count if it's only it's like, just oh, ins- you know, they flirted. Come they had on, a little kid. Come on. It's, it's just used as a plot thing. Oh, my God. But it's not like, oh, this movie That's is. That's Robert Eggers' whole shtick. What? Incest? Damn. <laughs> Using you could things make a for case. plot You could things. make a case. Ew. Um, but no, uh, Northman was, oh, my God. If you're into anything dark fantasy- is this is just what i've always wanted in a film which is like high budget dark fantasy weirdness it made no sense (laughs) but actually looking at the list again i think i do have one that i think is the worst film of the year and that's men not only because that is definitely where i got covid (laughs) (laughs) like literally no joke yeah but that was one of the films where i was like men shouldn't be feminists like that's yeah, just like, like that. That was a mistake. Yeah, no, men, absolute. And then not only did I do I hate men, but I hate people that love men, especially women. I'm not gonna lie, because women are like the the defenders of men that are women are like. Now you're talking <clears throat> defenders of men, the movie. Yeah, that are women. Yeah, are like they're like, oh well, you know, we need we need men to be feminists. They need to do this. They need to do that. And it's like I don't care what a man thinks about being a woman. You know. Like, of course, I have no idea what this movie like. I I know the troubling racial dynamic that is set up in the movie. So it's it's not only that, but it's also like this gender essentialist thing. So full spoilers on men here. Take me through. First off. And I think you're going to also be annoyed with me by this. So Uh this woman is going off to an English countryside to I like work on a book or her master's something like that yeah doing doing female things (laughs) doing intellectual you know escaping things and in this english countryside there's only men in the town um and they're all played by the same guy first off exactly Exactly. but but what's in a good way i mean that's kind of cool and as a film come on did you like it with x uh, see, see, it was that clowny. It, it was, was just clowny. that super clowny. Okay. But essentially, kind of like fast forwarding, it definitely is like every scene's like, yes, all men. Like, oh, see, this guy's a creep. This guy's a creep. This guy's a creep. Okay, so there's a whole but town then, of creeps. Like, at the end, what happens is the men all congregate to the house that she's staying at to essentially terrorize her. And they all become pregnant with each other. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they literally birth out of each other's stomachs into oh one another. Oh my God, this sounds amazing. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. And then- I'm gonna at, run home and watch this. And then at the end, her pregnant female friend comes to to, to like find her. Uh-huh. And it's like this gender dichotomy of like, oh, so pregnancy, you know, it's, it's like gender essentialist, you know? And it's just how like- How so? How so? How so? Well, you know, it, it's So what assigning... does her pregnant friend do? What happens? I mean, maybe don't tell me because I want to see it now. <laughs> okay. Well, go see it. But it just definitely <laughs> felt like 
this white guy just learned of, of you know, like feminism or just the white learned, guy is the director. Yeah, yeah Alex yeah. Garland, which I didn't like. But I loved his. Now, that he also is a writer, right? He liked, no, he did um, Annihilation Garland. and he did uh, Ex Machina. I kind of I, I liked, liked Ex, Ex Machina. Machina. I liked Ex Machina. Um, we liked Ex Machina. But no, yeah, men to me just super. I just like, and and like honestly, I just would have preferred a female perspective on something like that. I don't. And then like again, this like troubling racial dichotomy of like the problem is on her black boyfriend, you know, fiance and blah blah blah. It's it, just it's, like yeah. It, that it when just, I heard that, because I just thought it was. A more straightforward, like terrorizing, no. stalking man. No, story. no, no, it's like I didn't all realize this... it was gonna go. Yeah, into that realm. No, yeah, it's just it's like That's I just my realm. really um... <laughs> fifty thousand pregnant men that all look the same. <laughs> no, literally, and it's just it's so. Anyway, yeah, men. So men to me, I would crown worst, worst of the year. Worst of the year. Okay. Uh, do you have a word? Do, do you think? Well, you can? I still don't know. I think okay. we'll get there when, as we go through. All right. Yeah. I also want to throw up that Pinocchio, uh, Guillermo del right. Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah. Is horror definitely maybe kids slash family horror? Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty it. good. Yeah. I, 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 I keep hearing super polarizing things, but I oh. definitely do want to watch it. It was, it's, it's great. Like I only watched an hour because I was watching it with my stepdaughter who is like pink hair, rainbows and unicorns. Everything that she loves has big eyes and is so cute. And she was horrified. And she was like, Daddy, can we please stop? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh my God. And this was after, spoiler alert, Pinocchio had already died once. Uh, Geppetto. I don't had... think I know Pinocchio's story other than like his nose it grows. Does, right? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But if you watch the movie, you'll know like the best version of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't even finished it because yeah. I wasn't allowed to. Guillermo del Toro, I feel like, has had a year. Yeah, um, you and know, that's like good I said, for him because I haven't always liked what I've seen from him. I mean, and hello, Alley, I Nightmare like I Alley fucking sucked. Did you end up watching Nightmare Alley? Uh, I think I did. What was that? That was one? the Bradley Cooper one? Yeah. Uh, uh, why is Bradley Cooper in that movie? <laughs> I, that, He's the whole movie, I, I too. Don't, I don't, yeah, like just makes, give someone else a job. Um, uh, but you know what? <laughs> that movie- He was already for an Oscar why does he need to be a leading man and like it, I thought he's yeah. supposed to be a director he's now he's supposed to be 20 years old in that film oh my <laughs> um and uh but I did like some parts of that the geek you know how there's like the geek from like uh Carmi. I mean no doubt I've been Nightmare Alley's um production design I mean I'm, that's Guillermo del Toro right you're never yeah. gonna watch a shitty production you know uh designed film of his uh -huh. and of course you know the cinematography and whatnot, but it also just felt like so pedantically noir, including this like regressive treatment of women, you know, mm -hmm. like the Rooney Mara character, like what the fuck was her purpose? Um, Kate Blanchett was uh, out having good. a good time in that. Yeah. yeah. I really want to see Tar. I've never heard of it. Tara is, it, it seems likely either her or Michelle Yeoh are going to win for Best Actress. Really? Yeah. Uh, Tar oh, Michelle really Yeoh good. had a year too. Good for her. Yeah. I'm not even the biggest fan of everything ever all at once, but I think- That movie slapped my firstborn child. 
Yeah, I think it, it was just a thing where it still felt kind of neoliberal to me. And, and in many ways, like, it still is very much like a blockbuster movie. But there is also so much going on in that movie that yeah. I think to just completely dismiss it is completely insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I rewatched it. I watched it twice this year, yeah. you know, just to kind of really gauge. And so, like, from a technical standpoint and also the acting, everyone but Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie yeah. is it. And you know yeah. who else is it? Who? Jamie Lee Curtis. She also did a great job in that film. Shut up. She does not get to <laughs> be nominated great. over Stephanie Oh, Sue. she got nominated? She's getting nominated over uh, the daughter, Stephanie Hsu. Oh, the daughter is so good. No, and she's not I getting a single nomination. No, yeah. The daughter is incredible. That. She I mean, deserves I know, exactly. It's just. And but no, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis. You're cool. She's not we're great. cool. No, we're Halloween not cool. Is supposed Jamie to be good. Lee we Curtis we're literally watch your movie. It's said gonna be great. that when she met Anna de Armas, she thought that she was uneducated because she was from Cuba. This was something oh, that Jamie Lee whoops. Curtis admitted in an interview like two months ago. Jamie oh. Lee Curtis is a fucking racist. Okay, oh, damn. she's the worst. Sorry. Um, sorry. Anyway. previous self from sixty seconds ago. <laughs> But Guillermo del Toro, I feel like, has had a year. Michelle Yao, Michelle Yao's had a year. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe. Okay, if you can't really think of films that you dislike that you watched, yeah. Um, what were some of your favorites of the year then? Mm. You want me to go there? Well, one of my favorites, <laughs> as we, I think, if I had to crown, uh -huh. you know, it's like Barbarian to me was it. Uh -huh. But um, one that I'm super happy people can finally watch is Nanny. Yes. Yeah, Nanny. I watched that the other day. Yeah, it's um, I especially you know I watch it in January. Uh huh. And I last always, year. This year. I mean. I mean, pretty of the much year. last of the year. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of Sundance. Um, I mean, you know, oh, Nick, Nikki. Uh, sorry, listeners. Anyone Some could... of you may not have been to Sundance. Um, first com. off, it's virtual. <laughs> Second off, I just pay attention to this shit. Okay, yeah. And also Nikki Yatu. Uh, she's a colleague, uh -huh. so and we had her on the pod right pod before she made friend Nanny. Friend of the pod. Yes, an Literally. actual friend of the pod. Yes. Um, so like Nanny was always on my two watch and she and wrote and directed it, right? Yeah. 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 She and it's just the cinematography still job. might be my favorite of the entire. And yeah. the cinematography was done by Rina Yang, who literally is like Taylor Swift's cinematographer. Oh, really? Uh, no. Yeah. Rina Yang is maybe the most up and coming cinematographer working in the industry right now i mean and yeah. she knocked it out of the part with nanny but also you know nanny came out at a time where it was like before i'd seen most of these films and now that i have seen a good range of films this year i still think nanny was doing something that no other film was doing mm -hmm. and i think that that's impressive in and of itself because even some of the films that i do like like even something like barbarian might be my favorite of the year i can still place it within like a trend you know yeah and some people want to push Nanny into this trend of like, oh, it's like Jordan Peele or blah, blah, blah. But it really isn't even like that. It's I think, such yeah. a unique take and very specific to West African mythology. Uh -huh. You know, it's really beautiful. Yeah, the whole Jordan Peele. It reminds Peele. me more of Guillermo del Toro, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it reminded me of what was that? movie about like tigers are tigers are not afraid tigers are not afraid similar Absolutely. in the sort of realism the horror that's yeah. happening in reality like magical realism and magical realism yeah um <clears throat> yeah i'm really excited for what what's the director's name 
Nikki Yatsujusu. Nikki Yatsujusu. I'm really excited for what she does next because it was Which such... Which is... Well, I think she has like a self-written thing. Yeah. But I don't know if you know or if you've seen my post. She's doing a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Oh my God. That's awesome. I like, know. And when I was watching this, I thought... so. I thought like some big studio is going to pick her up and have her do a Monkey a Paw. So Jordan Peele's productions. Really? Yeah, they've... And, Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they're, so they're doing it. they signed her to She's going to rock it. She's going to kill it. I think so it. too. Yeah. I think so too. And. It's my- almost weird in a way because like I know her personally, but I, yeah. I've always known that if people found out about her, mm-hmm. she could be one of the all timers. And yeah. I think she's definitely moving in that direction. Yeah. The Jordan Peele like com- comparison to is, is like. It's so inescapable it's so lazy. and lazy, yeah. but it is kind of inescapable when you mark when the film is marketed. Totally, and it feels like the marketing is like, oh, okay, so this is like a social. This is a right. horror movie with like a you know a, a message and right. racism and classism, yeah. and but the film is actually Not more really, exactly. It's it's more of a. Per one person's story it's very personal exactly very personal. Yeah. yeah you know it's um and, and there is messages you can take from that yeah. but it's i also it's like it a trauma. lot better than jordan peele like i would much no, rather yeah. watch another movie from her than yeah absolutely uh, nope did you end up something. watching nope no and you know why well we started it a little bit together and then I thought, oh, my God, I'm just not in the mood to like. Literally, he was like, I don't think I can do this. And it's funny because one of the main reasons that you and I aren't a huge fan of Jordan Peele is that he's very pedantic. Like like you're walking through molasses yeah. to get through five, you know, like five percent story. Yeah, it felt like think- 10 minutes of no dialogue and. To me, it comes across as kind of, um, I mean, that's why I don't like, 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 pretentious is what it feels like to me. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like, trying to be too cute and clever. And I'm like, just give me the friggin' story. Just get it going. Yeah. Yeah. But but like, last night I was in the mood to watch it. So I tried to watch it. But then there's so many different streaming services and I'm like Peacock and what's the password and H- it's just like, it's so hard to you watch like, things You weren't now. going that, you were like, I'm not going to text her. I can't, just- no, exactly. I'm not going to get the password. I feel like a leech. I don't want to do it again. I'm asking you for the password for all these different services. It's so hard to watch a movie these days. Because you honestly. have to have like, and keep your subscriptions and your trials and cancel and no, resubscribe yeah. and oh my God. I am. Um, did you end up watching Decision to Leave? No, right? Decision to Leave. No. Park, what is Park Chan Wook. Oh, no. But I mean, I know I'm going to watch it. Eventually. As soon as I told Clinton that Park released a new movie, he was like, oh, I can't wait for a Park Detective Story. Yeah. And that's literally what it is. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and Except yeah. I'm only in the mood for that, you know, like once every couple <laughs> months. Yeah. Um, for that like three hour We adventure. know that Park's my favorite director. It's definitely not even close in my tops for him. But one thing that it's it's like Bong Joon-ho. It's like even a mid movie per their standards mm-hmm. is better than everyone's best movie. Because yeah. I also think the cinematography in Decision to Leave might be my favorite of the year and even like critiques of the film mm-hmm. are like oh it, 
it's just too clever visually for its own good. And I'm like, only you, I mean, like, I sort of get why people say that, but yeah. also like, that just also shows how badly shot so much shit is. Yeah. That you're like critiquing perfect visuals, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. That's largely, that exact criticism is how I feel about Wes Anderson and why I can't really. I mean, Wes Anderson isn't even that visual. It's just symmetry. It's just, stuff. It's just, it's just fucking just... symmetry. That's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas Park Chan-wook is like, watch this door turn into this shot. Turn uh, into like that okay, takes okay. like actual math rather right. than. Rather than just <laughs> like Anderson everyone's like, going to oh, wear mustard yellow. Literally. And, uh, <laughs> literally. and funny because it's cute. And, and it's <laughs> symmetrical. Gotta. Yeah. And there's a mustache. No, yeah. Um, so to kind of leave off, so a few social horrors that I was absolutely bored of okay. this year. Yes. Unfortunately, Master by Mariam Diallo. It's about um, Regina Hall, uh, who I absolutely love, is like the master, like the headmaster of, uh, I think it's a New England um a New England college or something. And of course, it's just all about like racism and academia and whatnot. But it's definitely like a film that very much like goes nowhere. No, it never felt personal. It just felt like, isn't this a racism? You mm. know, uh, so not my favorite. And I and I didn't even watch this, but I didn't even want to watch They Them. Uh huh. I was like, I am, I'm clocked out on that one. Okay. But one actually, that I think kind of borders on like a social topic, but definitely took it as a farce. I didn't hate bodies, bodies, bodies. Okay. Yeah. That I seems to be the, it. yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Ha- I was like, oh, okay. Could they have left, uh, what's that comedian's name? The Pete Davidson. Could they have just left him off of the like box art promotion material? Or is he that involved in the oh, movie? Oh no. He, I, I don't. Oh, no spoilers. I, uh, no spoilers? No, because maybe somebody wants to see that one and maybe that's me. He dies within the first like 15 I don't actually minutes. want to see it. I don't actually. No, yeah. I can't, I can't make up my mind. I, I'm no. kind of, if he I, wasn't like in it, those... I think I would have seen so it. So first off, I went to a press screening of it because I was like, I don't want to pay for oh, it. Oh, well, that's free. Yeah. But I'm definitely, not only was it free, they gave us, so in the press kit, uh-huh. they gave us makeup. Ooh. And they gave us glow sticks. Oh my and God, I was that's like, funny. Okay. Um... And yeah, like I, I, I didn't hate it. I kind of love that everyone was gay in it. Like that oh, was that's funny. Cool. But one thing that I liked about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies that to me actually does well with its social aspect is it focuses on the narcissism mm. that social justice, you know, feeds. Yeah. You know, okay. and I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. Because that's. But and, it didn't and, feel like. Uh... It didn't feel like it came at the expense of like hurting the social justice issues or like, or like if you care, you're I just don't think it's woke, necessarily like, even about that, yeah. you know, like I, one, one clip that has gone viral, um, first off, mainly because it, it was, I think, really well acted. Like I said, Pete Davidson dies really quick. So, yeah. um, but the core of the cast are the women, and uh-huh. the women really nail the dialogue, even when it's cringe. Yeah. Um, and I think like one example of what I mean by like nailing the sardonic narcissism that social justice breeds is like one of them is like, your parents are upper middle 
class. And she's like, my parents are teachers. Uh And the other one's like, they're professors at a university. And the other one's like, it's public. Yeah. You know? And so that's what I mean. It's definitely like... um, yeah, looking at like a certain it's class not, of people. Yeah. Um, okay. And, I, I wish uh, I was. It, yeah. The only thing that kept me from seeing it is that I'm a Pete Davidson hater, and I can't help yeah, that about myself. I'm really, sure he's fine. Yeah. But uh, now I wish I had seen it. Yeah. Um. It's not like I said. I definitely want to call it one of my favorites, but it is one where, especially when I feel like a large trend, as we said, it is like this circling of the social. You know, like how do we make a a, a, an obvious larger message out yeah. of this i think it kind of just eschewed that yeah and just really relied on comedy and also like um i don't think this is really a spoiler it's marketed as a horror but yeah. i think it's definitely debatable whether it's a horror or mm. not and um and that in and of itself when you use genre to kind of parody in and of itself the situation i kind of really respect that that's really cool I, w- um, I want to give that one a shot. Yeah. Do we want to talk about X and Pearl? Uh, I feel like we should. I mean, they both came out this year. They were, and literally they were two of the largest, most popular releases. No. Which no mind way. boggles me. No, no way. Really, no, really. X and Pearl. Yeah. No. Um, it really was. I, where's this fact? Where was this fact gathered? What do you first off the box office? Ty it was West literally and uh, second off, literally uh I so I reviewed all critic critic aggregates for this pod. Um and X and Pearl are in everyone's like top five. Now, that's what I don't get because I actually didn't hate either of these films. But their inexplicable praise. I'm like, really? Yeah. I yeah. don't get it. Uh, and that, uh, I mean, you got, don't worry, darling, sitting right over there, you know? In, in and, the and, trash. He, and you're going to give Ty West, Timon West, which is his real name. I uh, don't know why he goes by Ty. Maybe he wants to sound cool with hip with the kids, okay? And be trendy and all that. But. This movie's just okay. It's not. There's it's nothing just that, okay. There's nothing mind blowing. There's nothing that hasn't yeah. been done before. Yeah, um, I think people rely a lot on Mia Goth just going yeah. batshit and doing like a five minute monologue, and which in and of itself, like, can I do that? No. Do I think it's impressive? Of course, to a certain extent. But I'm also never gonna be one that's just stoked that someone can freak out. It's, you know, a lot of this is actually ties back to everyone wanting Tony Collette to win an award for Hereditary. I was like, she's just freaking out the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like, of course, that's impressive. But are you fucking with like, that's the peak of acting? No, it's not. And I'll tell you who does that the best. Who? Florence Pugh. But you know, and I don't even she's like Florence Pugh. She's got la- I don't even like Florence Pugh, but you Take can it out. see. Edit that out. You can see uh, changes in her, which I like. She's yeah, phenomenal. like Midsummer. She definitely, I think, was doing was more than just movie. freaking out. Yes, but Tony Collette, Mia Goth. I'm uh-huh. sorry, but I think all they do is just freak out in horror, yeah. and it makes people feel like it makes they people think say they're watching exactly. Like, uh, they're like, Oscar oh, she's getting subbed for Oscars. Yeah. Like, come on. Right. I think as an actor, as like 
I went to acting in college. I did I did acting for oh. like uh, for my first year in college, uh, and I switched. Um, so so as a accomplished professional actor, <laughs> I think Clearly. freaking out is the easier acting to do, right? It's I think just, so too. You go ham, you go wild. I think so too. Yeah, and I think that that's apparently like a minor opinion. Yeah. Well, um, and so I didn't have a least favorite movie that I can think of, but I do have a least favorite horror trope. Okay. Okay. Of 2022 and recent years. Okay. Okay. And this is the first like time I can remember this movie that I'm going to do a little impression for. It was the first time, and I know this one didn't come out in 2022, but this is the first time I really started to like bother me. Okay. So here's, I'm going to set the scene. <laughs> okay. That's not a good impression, but okay. Let me go back, back, back a 30 seconds in that film. Um, oh, you're looking, you're in my home and you're looking at that picture on the wall. Oh yes, that was me when I was younger. Would you like some tea? Was that from it? <laughs> That's from it. Oh okay. my God. So, and we then... should do horror charades like that. <laughs> I was like, it? Okay. And it's just like naked, saggy titties running around. And oh you're supposed to be God. like, ah, ah. So She's you're old. very anti-hack. So, and then not fast forward to 2022 and X is like, I'm an old lady and I want to have sex with Who's you. Clearly, Ooh, Mia Goth. I'm and horny. Makeup. No, it was not clear. You know, it wasn't clear because we didn't know when we watched no, it. No, we were that was watching cool it. Twist. I was like, this. No, I think it was a cool that twist. That was a cool twist. Um, but, 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 but. And then Barbarian also. Oh my God, what could possibly be hiding here? It's the scariest shit, shit you've ever seen. Oh my God, it's some big saggy titties. No, no. Oh. Like that bothers me you so much. You just don't much. like the hack so much. trope. Damn. I'm, I'm like, let- I'm not against it. I'm like, let women be sexual and old and saggy and wrinkly. You know and where like, I thought your not- impression was going though? Yeah. This is a good segue to black phone oh i thought you were doing a fucking ethan hawk impression <laughs> oh yeah you need to be a good boy oh, <laughs> no. yeah. we should do horror charades uh, <laughs> right yeah black phone we're Which all over we the saw place together. we saw together was my most disappointing <laughs> but only because of the hype I just I didn't really pay attention to the hype though. Yeah. It, it was just also, having good buzz, I guess is yeah, what I mean. Like which you know that the dude that did the black phone did sinister things like that. I lo- the first the intro to Black Phone I was all about up until like the and the The kids. But then <laughs> but then at the, at the point oh god, the kids acting was not great. But it I wished I wished I hadn't read the synopsis because it was just exactly what the synopsis said <laughs> and it was nothing more. And the twist was not like they didn't set up the twist right where like spoiler alert, he's in the same house as his brother who's investigating the murder. That doesn't work if you don't set the and movie the up. The more that, that I that think way. about it, it's also what was the point of that? There's no point. There was, there was no, no point. point. You would have had you just needed to set it up like a differently to make that work and also i felt like every single time they kidnapped a kid 
It was super anticlimactic. Like after they kidnapped him, you mean? um, I forget who the main kid was, but it was like he turned around a corner. There was no music or nothing. It was just Ethan Hawke like, oh, you want a balloon? Oh, I thought they did a good job there. I I think there was. I think there was more. It was like Uh, it went into slow-mo. It went into slow-mo. And I like the balloon thing. I like the sketchy van thing. But then at the end of the day, he's just like the Joker, but less interesting. And there's nothing Did we ever see him without a mask? I don't think so, so like right? Like partial mask and that thing. Oh, right. That partial mask That didn't mask do anything thing. for me. Like it yeah. changes throughout the movie. But yeah. at the um, end of the day, it's just not that interesting idea And we haven't really talked. We didn't talk about this when we watched it. But I just like, I, I know horror is whatever is transgressive. But I really hate seeing child abuse on screen. And the more that I think on that child abuse scene, I'm like, what was the point of that? Like... I don't even remember which one you're talking about. Where where he's beating the daughter with the belt. And it's like... Oh, yeah. It's like so long. It's like three minutes long. And then like... The dad is redeemed by the, the dad. End? It didn't it totally. The reason I don't didn't remember it at first because it didn't matter to anything. It didn't matter, and it was so. I guess to me, that I was guess like, it's like yeah, the there's violence part in of the, the house fucking and film. Violence. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Um, that acting, you got. I mean, poof. No, it was a full. That was a swing and a miss for me. But I know mess. other people really liked it. Um, but you know, another film that a lot of people really liked, um. That was popular. Oh, yeah. Here we go. My favorite of the year. It Follows. Oh, no. Also known as Smile. Oh! Because Smile is fucking It Follows without the sex. Let me just say. It Follows was okay. That is why it fucking bothered me. I was like, I've already seen this movie done better. I didn't and like literally, it that's like as much. a main critique of the film. Was they're like, oh, yeah, it's It Follows. Oh, really? But yeah. for Smiling. But with smiling, I like smiling better than sex. <laughs> I also sex, uh, one of the smiling first, is more more scary. One to of me. the smile was not even the only smile. thing I'll give smile okay. is some of the uh, effects in it. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's about it. Okay, um, I need I need thirty I seconds of smile by myself. Clocked when you're ready. out. Okay, I clocked out a smile when one of the first lines in the first five minutes is. I'm a PhD student. I'm not crazy. I'm like already inaccurate. Oh yeah, <laughs> already inaccurate. Okay, See, but go okay. Ahead. Well, as someone who's not as close to that world, that that line made sense to me. I was like, she's right. She's a PhD student. Um, so smile is my favorite movie of 2022 by a long shot. This is so embarrassing. I loved it so much because my journey with smile was the trailers in the theater. It's the concept is so slap you in the face stupid, but I was still so scared of the trailers in the theater that I could barely watch the trailers in the theater. And it was not until I saw the trailer on my computer or something like as an ad popped up on YouTube that I was like, oh, actually, this looks really dumb. I can't believe I'm so scared of this. Um, However, I was still excited. I still wanted to see it. So I I saw it. And it was way it, like I, the first thing I said to you is I texted you. I said, this is a secret A24 film, which because it's even. so it 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 comes like it looks like it's just a dumb Hollywood, which it is uh, like a one idea movie. Um, but it's actually like really well made and it doesn't have any 
reason to be, but it is. It's not. It, it did the same. They did the same um, upside down camera thing that I hated in Midsummer, where it's just like this scenic shot, but then the camera slowly turns upside down, and it's like supposed to be like, oh well, you know, well, uh, we're doing something artsy here, and I hated it in Midsummer. I loved it in Smile because Smile is elevated trash. It is absolute trash and that is what i that is my heart soul sweet spot you give me a movie where the concept is that when someone starts smiling at you shit's about to go down and but then you put some love and care into it so much love and care was put into this film at the end you even get a monster reveal which was completely unnecessary, but I still... I think that that was the coolest part. That was super cool. <laughs> that was the coolest but part. But I did it. I, I literally said out loud when it was happening, I said, you don't have to do this. You, We don't need to see like the smile monster. There doesn't need to be a franchise monster for every horror movie. But I it was hope still we never cool. get another Smile movie. We will get more Smile films. I really hope we do. I haven't seen anything about it, but I know it in my heart to it be It was true. truly, like, it, I just, I hated it for all the reasons did that you, you said that you did love you it. Did you really, yeah. I really, I just, and like I said, it's It Follows. And It Follows is one of my all-time favorite movies, bar yeah. none. And, um, but uh, one thing I'll give smile is i do think the effects are pretty cool i feel like smiles your malignant yeah yeah smile is definitely your malignant where i'm be. just like except i, I mean I'll, but it was better made better better written directed better acted it come was. on you have kyle gallner doing his kyle gallner shit since he's been doing this in 1990s in it no no. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is, but yes. Kyle Gallner was her ex-husband. He's like a screen queen, oh. but a man. Yeah, yeah, he was nice. Um, he was sensitive. Oh my God, He understood her. <laughs> and also, like, I just also hate films where I know clearly where the storyline was going to go. Oh, so you're too in the smart first for five smile. Minutes. You're too smart in for smile. In many ways, yes. Because I was just like, <laughs> we're building fair. all up into this for her to set herself on fire. You know what? I literally didn't see any of that pass coming. pass it on to Kyle Gallner because her black uh, fiance is going to be like, I'm not doing any of this fucking white yeah. nonsense. Yeah. And that's literally exactly what happened. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I didn't see any of that coming. So maybe um, you're just smarter than me. No. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, some, uh, things that we watched this year, at, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of premise ourselves as a foreign podcast. And that so, was the, that was the premise anyways. <laughs> that, that was the premise. <laughs> um, so some foreign watches, You Won't Be Alone, which I saw on a day. It was pretty okay. It was like okay. a folk horror with Numi. It was, so Numi Rapash, who starred in Lamb. Uh-huh. So at that Smile point, and Lamb to me, basically the endings were very similar to me. But anyways, oh go on. Yeah. And I love Smile and I love Lamb. Sorry, 2021's um, best. Um, maybe you'll like you won't be alone I, did they was, make is it the actress from it is that what you yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay um and the title uh, and actually give saw, me another, i'll watch smile too uh, don't give me this it will follow you alone i'm tired of them um and actually i saw that closer to the beginning of the year um on a date actually That's nice. and um yeah, it was just like it, it was very much like lamb to me where I was like, okay, it's a folk horror. Um, 
all right, okay, like whatever. Okay. Um, uh, Hatching, which I saw in the summer and actually really liked it. It's a Norwegian film, I want to say, and it's all about this like girl that has like a stage mom and i think she's and when i say girl i'm saying like 11 year old 12 year old um and her stage mom has her practicing like crazily for this ballet but then she finds a baby bird or you know like an egg in her yard and she brings the egg inside and nurtures it and and nurtures it and it grows into like a human sized and then it hatches and what hatches out of it is herself Mm. like her as a twin but feral um i like that and it's a really i would strongly recommend it i think it was actually like one of the more underrated films i saw this year Mm -hmm. um you are not my mother we kind of already talked about i you know to me that's more of a 2021 film but it did get distribution in the u.s you are not my mother yeah i saw it at the berlin final film festival but now it's um our final girl film festival but now it's on streaming it's set in ireland it's amazing okay i love it um speak no evil is one of the movies that made me angriest of all time wow um it's scandinavian and one of the main reasons i didn't like it and i don't know if you agree you might agree with me i hate films that stew in misery that's like the point of this film is just to feel bad um, yeah, I'm rarely of, in the mood for that. And, and a lot of child abuse in that one. What's that um, one called? Speak No Evil. It's Speak on no Shutter. Oh. Uh, and a lot of people love. Again, I saw it because it was getting great reviews, and then mm-hmm. I watched it, and I'm like, people just. And when I read the reviews, they're like, "Oh, this film does so well at being bleak," and I'm like, I don't care to watch bleak films. Right. Like, actually, as a horror person, you could be like, the best bleakest film, and uh, and I could just be like, who cares? You yeah. know. Um, let's although I'm looking see. at the pictures, it looks like a family trip kind of thing, like no, that a movie family we trip. saw where they're the family trip and the okay, kids get actually, murdered. This is a really good example. So that movie was visceral, oh. right? And definitely in ways I could see how people characterize that as like a feel bad movie, but there was like this almost like a redemptive right and there mirror was to and it. it wasn't just straight misery whereas it was speak more no like, evil no it's literally just like yeah we're going on a family trip oh now oops you decided to come out here now we're just going to fucking wow torture you sorry, for whatever torture your children yeah. actually it's not yeah. even to, and literally like they show the child abuse Ooh. and i'm like what was that movie that we saw that was that was the other one we're talking about where they go out and they kill the kids uh, that was the New Zealand one, right? Yeah, that was 2021. Um, that it, was in the Leftovers episode? Yeah, that was in the Leftovers episode. I forgot the name, though. Yeah, Into uh, the Night. I, was, oh, that, that's different. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, but but anyways, we did a pod on it. <laughs> yes, we did a pod on it. And I think uh, just what you're saying, like in that one, yes, something terrible happens, but then you have the grief. Yeah. And you ha- you're going through other emotions rather exactly. than just like, rather than just like oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm no. just so bored by it. So those were some of the foreign films. Foreign films. Um, oh, what do you think about, there was one on Shudder I saw that was like Satan's Oh, something. I think I know where you're talking about. It's Indonesian, about. I think. Oh, is it? Then yeah. I don't know where you're talking about. Okay. I did see Incantation as well this year, which was, I think, 
Korean and it was okay. Um, yeah. So that's what it looks like for foreign. Um, so let me name a few films that we haven't talked about. Okay. So just a few. That way we can kind of unpack. So ones that we still haven't talked about. Mad God, Deadstream, We're All Going to the World's Fair, Watcher, Resurrection, Crimes of the Future, VHS 99, and Orphan First Kill. So I got to say, Orphan First Kill was easily my most unexpected. Was it a great film? No. But did I have a really good time watching it in the theaters? Yes. Are you ever going to watch it? No. Okay. So I mean, I would if we watch it together like a, in a goofy way. Uh, you, okay. If it's, I'm fu- if it's that it. fun, yeah. Uh, so it's a prequel to Orphan. Okay. Which already, okay. Didn't need a prequel. I'm 100% okay, sure. Okay, shut up. Yeah. So... Y'all, so that's sort of like me walking in like, what? what is the point of this? Clearly yeah. she's a killer. The twist is that when she was first adopted, because when she was first adopted into a family before the 2009 film, she 2009 was 2009 was when the first one came out? Exactly. Isn't that, and that... that I mean, she's no a woman, this movie but that woman looks hype. exactly the same. We're going to make a prequel... No, and she looks exactly the same. Really? It's crazy. I think she's my age, actually. Yeah. She looks just as she did in 2009, which is cra- She was like 18 in 2009. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so when she was adopted into her first family, it was because she was posing as a missing child. The twist is the family killed the missing child. Ooh. So she's at exactly. That's the twist from the first movie or from the prequel? No, 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 no. That's what Orphan First Kill is about. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. I I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So it becomes a thing where she's not really the villain in this film. Ooh. Yeah. And so it's Julia Stiles actually losing her mind. I've never seen Julia Stiles act like this before mm. like to me julia styles is one of the most mid actors in yeah. the world but after orphan first kill and she's the mother or something yeah she's the yeah. mother that killed the daughter Ooh. she killed her own daughter um, but the, her husband never knew so the, uh, the wow twist upon twist exactly because yeah. the husband's just so excited oh we found her we found her she's no longer missing but the wife is like i killed you bitch wow. and i lied to him i wonder it. how you like market that movie to make more people interested because i did not watch and and i will say that is one thing that worked in my favor i did not read a synopsis yeah i did not watch a trailer right i'd seen the first and it was you know when i watched it i watched it right before my flight for vegas i had like a super long a super late flight and i was like well might as well watch a movie today yeah yeah and that's when i watched orphan and i have no regrets i'm glad i watched it i'm glad you watched it too Um, i i watched the trailer last night and I was like, I can't. I was just like, oh, let's see what else is on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's totally okay. Yeah. So of the films I mentioned, anything that you want to... Well, Mad God is like, I feel like I don't even know what to say about it. It's A lot of respect for Mad God, yes. I think we can say. Because now, Mad obviously... It took so much work. This is like stop motion. Yeah. Hell. Made over 10 <clears throat> years. 10 years by the uh, somebody... Phil... Tibet? I know his first name is Phil. And you did the the designer stuff for aliens and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So a technical marvel. A technical marvel that is like I think around ninety minutes of like close your eyes and imagine like claymation stop 
animation yeah. of the seven rings of hell or whatever like basically just like of journey in hell and yeah. hell stuff and the no dialogue i don't think for the most no, part no 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 dialogue but then there's also some like actors in it too like humans that come in and um i when i like before i started watching i i thought oh my god this is this is 100% me. This is exactly what I want to see. Yes, give it to me. And then after about 10 minutes, I was like, oh, this is not exactly no, for me. No, it's definitely, maybe we're not sophisticated enough, but it, uh, Mad God definitely felt like an endurance test. Yes. And it's not like, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie per se. Obviously, I think there's so much to respect about it, but I also just think that... Uh, there, again, there's like this overblown, oh, this is the best movie ever. And I'm like, it can be a technical marvel and yeah. not be an amazing movie. And this actually should be somebody's favorite movie because it is so niche. Yeah. You know? It is very niche. If you're into like the Muppets, but like hell, you know? <laughs> if you're into that, though. Um, and you have to, I think the best way to enjoy this, or the best way to watch this movie is to you'd have to take a hammer and smash your phone to bits and turn off all the lights even and then, then and then like buckle yourself into I still a feel seat. like a lot of the shots were tedious like yeah. I really you know when I yeah, try to I, watch it yeah. I try to watch it before bed because that is when I'm most disconnected from my phone yeah that is where I'm just staring at a screen and I fell asleep because yeah. like even me trying my best to like completely focus, uh -huh. some of the shots were just over long yeah. and yes. tedious. Like yeah. I wish it, Mad God to me, I would watch that as a 35 minute short film. Sure. Not yeah. a 90 fucking minute and I think, endurance test. Yes. I felt like I was watching like a Kickstarter project where I'm like, I Anyways, know there's a thousand yeah. people in this world that want this. And so I'm glad they got it. Yeah. But, um, but and then, yeah, the criticism there of the long shots, like it kind of makes hell boring. It made it boring. Yeah. Like I could, there were definitely moments in this where I'm like, I could see how or why this is gory, but it's so drawn out that I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I feel bad for, you know, I feel bad too. 10, 10 years of someone's life. Go see it. I mean, everyone. It's, it's unique. It seems like we are in the minority in a way, too. So I'm like, OK, I'm fine being in the minority, but I'm all, that's also not going to make me be like or reevaluate it. You yeah, know, yeah. it's not my thing. Right. I it's, can it's definitely it. not most people's thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. But props to Mad God for yeah. being made. Yeah. Um, funding that Kickstarter project. <laughs> Any other ones you want to mention? Um, I just want to, well, like, God, there were so many, so many. Yeah. Like, well, okay. I If there's not one you have off the top of my head, one trend I want to die yeah. is fucking dash cam found footage films. Oh, yeah. Which was in Deadstream, which was in dash cam, which was in VHS 99. Was VHS 99 just, like, not good? Hey, okay, here's the thing. I don't know why I do this to myself every year, but I don't think I like the VHS films. Yeah. But every fucking year, I'm like, oh, new VHS dropped. Got to go yes. watch it. And then I watch it. And then I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was the point? And the main reason why I watch VHS 99 is because it fit my October challenge. I did like an October challenge where I wanted a found footage film. And I was like, I'll just fucking do VHS 99. It just came out. Um, but yeah, I just don't 
view anything of value in those films, um, save for like two segments of like 30, you know? Yeah, it's that's just, my feeling is like, there might be a good segment like in the anthology, moments, but yeah. then you have to like detach your brain to forget no, the ones that were not good. Literally. And you're just like, well. And you know what pissed me off about this one the most is each VHS has like an overarching narrative. Like the first one, they break into a house and they find the VHS tapes mm -hmm. and they decide to watch them, which already like faulty logic, whatever. The one before this one was even crazier. It was a military operation and they were raiding a house and the military people were like, what is this TV room? Let's watch the tapes. Oh my God, yeah. But in this one, VHS 99, they had absolutely no narrative it was just like it was just a straight up anthology yes. kind and of, i was like for a wow, second i was like i think i hate this more yeah because yeah, yeah. at least i could feel you trying in the right. other three but for the fourth one they're like ah oh, fuck it it's Who just cares? vhs's man like yeah, there's um, there's no realistic believable way that you would watch vhs's like this. literally and especially when you're literally like br military rating breaking into a house i'm sorry like, i'm not gonna fucking stop to watch vhs tape upon VHS and actually tape. you know what's even scarier the internet like where you yeah. stream horrifying things yeah. way more quickly than a VHS, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, and that's what Dashcam and Dutch. So Dashcam and Deadstream both center around protagonists that are Twitchers or, oh, you know, that do. Really? So it's like this constant live stream thing. And yeah. one, re one reason why I hated Deadstream is that it was so obviously an Evil Dead homage to the point of like cackling zombies done in the same style as Sam Raimi that I was like, I officially hate this. Where I'm huh. old enough that we're literally just recycling the same monster for a movie 30 years old, you know, 30 yeah. years later. Um, and then Dashcam um, was a bit more creative um, because it takes place in a car that the whole point of the Twitch stream for that one is that she's making music while driving. Um, and that oh, one had more funny. like an uh, like an alien subplot. But, um, well, first off, the protagonist is a right winger, uh, like like MAGA. Streamer? Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and wow. a woman. Yeah. Um, and like the most vile racist shit that she would say to every fucking alien and yeah. whatnot and it's just like oh. and and i'm just like i just I don't want to see this yeah even fictionalized um and the thing about dash cam is that the protagonist isn't even fictional like the actual real actress does that is a right winger oh does no that. no yeah, yeah, yeah. um Anyway, I want that trope to die. I don't want more the, Twitch streaming. Oh horrors. God, you know it's not. You know we're just getting started. <laughs> I, I hate it. The I Twitch hate streamer, it so much. Yeah. I really streaming, do. Streaming. Oh my God, is the. I really, really do. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Okay. Because while I, saggy titties may go in 2023, I hope they never go. <laughs> Um, I hope they don't either, but I hope it's not in a horror use my use in a horror way. Disappointment of the year was easily Crimes of the Future. 
Yeah, this is the one I couldn't watch. This is the one. He swears that he's going to pass out in the middle of it, but it is so I can't even watch the trailer. Talking about so nipples and surgery. <laughs> um, it just made me feel like Cronenberg. Like Cronenberg's edge is in his son. Like his son makes crazy fucking films, but I I feel like Cronenberg in the 21st century. I don't know. Do you, in that, I felt in, bored. The Giallo is still alive. He made a movie. I think you're thinking of Dario Argento. Dario Argento. He did make a movie with his daughter or something. Yeah. But Speaking I've of heard old gold really guys, bad things about it. I think it's called it. Black Glasses. Dark Glasses. Dark Glasses. I heard really bad things about it. Yeah. And What's with these filmmakers? It's just. Yeah. But, yeah. but Crimes of the Future, um, I'm like curious. I wasn't. I think you should watch it mainly because I, I swear it's not it's not scary. It's not gory. Ugh, but then um, is it just misery? Like 90 uh, minutes, of mi- two hours of misery? It's just like. You know, all I can really say is it's just like super pretentious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, thank you. yeah. Um, I'll I mean, wait, I'll wait it, for it's smile. literally about performance artists that do surgery as performance. I hate it. I hate it. It's um, so that gives no, me absolute yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. Um, and okay, I think this will be the last one I mention. Uh. My best friend's exorcism. I wouldn't say it was good. We watched a little bit of that together, I think. No, we didn't. Yeah, did we, we did. I, I had to go, I had to leave, but we watched a little bit of that. Uh, and then you watched the rest. Yeah. In any case, you really? liked it. You, you liked watched it? some of it? Yeah, I watched what some of it. What did you think? It was okay. It was. Yeah. Nah. Didn't do anything for me. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. There was more, I, I, uh, I think I lumped it with Orphan First Kill, some where guy? I'm just like. I expected nothing out of this film. Yeah. And it was still pretty nothing, but I don't, I didn't fully hate it. Yeah. yeah. Did they stick the landing? Did it have a nice ending? Uh, I, I read the book. So I think oh, that's that right. is um, why I had some familiarity with it. Um, But yeah, I mean, always an interesting concept, you know, like your best friend getting an exorcism always and you're in the 80s and it's Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of tired of the 80s stuff. I am too. As someone that is, I'm literally wearing a Stranger Things <laughs> Christmas sweater <laughs> as we are sitting here and Clinton gave me a Lost Boys shirt. Yeah, but I that do, was really in the 80s, right? Or the 90s? I mean, no, that, that was definitely in the 80s. Yeah. I but, do think but like mining eight. I think that was seventies, actually. Oh right, well, close um, enough. Uh, it feels almost. I do like think when you get away costume. from the seventies, eighties, I. But one thing you know, what does make me feel old? Anything set in the nineties, like the nineties yeah. show being a thing coming hmm. up now is like. Oh God. Exactly. Um, <laughs> although I do think that uh, Barbarian did it better. The like flashing back in the seventies, eighties, well, especially stuff, because it did it in a way where it was edited seamlessly like there's three prongs to that film right you have like the first romantic comedy bit almost then the second bit is the justin long bit that was funny i okay that might have been the funniest of the horror if you want me to crown someone that i think does deserve a nomination for their acting in a horror film this year i i'm i gotta say i'm gonna give it to justin Justin Long. long no way 
I after watching that movie a second time, the levels that Justin Long again works on in that film, the, our first introduction to him is that fucking snap to in the car where yeah, he's singing that along. Good. That's like so that's like so earnest. memorable. And it's so earnest. Yeah. Right there. And he's playing a character that is abhorrently despicable but there are so many little curves along that line yeah. of his character that you're like where is this actually gonna go and he's but he's believable it's and he's so believable and it's not a caricature no, really not at all. i mean there's so you know you you can no yeah. like I, and you I, can I, sort of relate a little bit and then he you know he oh my god makes the like i choice. think some one of the scariest moments in barbarian is in the bar when he actually admits that he essentially raped that girl yes, yes. and he says it but it's delivered in such a straightforward believable drunken dialogue where yeah. he's clearly not overly drunk but you know he's past the point of just like just saying the truth but he's like you know it's okay it was okay right. i had to convince her little man right. i was like holy fuck that is just so scary to me because he nailed it yeah that's exactly what those fucking fuckers are like right um right and yeah, like Justin he's Long, not even real he doesn't even understand what he's saying the the yes, weight of what he's saying exactly yeah, yeah and that to me is subtle acting yeah you know you can freak out over anything yeah, but to understand exactly. the yeah. nuance of yeah justin long and barbarian to me is the underrated performance it made of me the year. it did make me think like why don't i see Justin Long and more stuff like he is Same. really funny he he's really funny it's clear he can be serious mm -hmm. you know um again another one of my favorite cuts in that film is when he discovers the underground and he oh, opens I, the door I, yeah, yeah. and then the quick cut measuring oh my god he's like in this haunted house like, do, 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 everyone do, 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 do. else is like so scared to take a, like, a step oh, in shit. it oh, and he's shit. so obsessed it's like his <laughs> home his real estate and he's realized there's all these new all this new um uh, area that yeah. he can claim you know to yeah. sell it for more money so he's like measuring every inch of the haunted spooky Just basement so well acted yeah, yeah that that did like go a little over into like a meme like silly joke territory but it was still funny and i still like um it. i mean especially in a film that is that that again has like a lot of different things to it it felt like a relief yeah um yeah yeah uh yeah no i think to me the performance of the year is justin long and barbarian anna jop also did amazing a nanny yeah um you is know, that the um the, the lead, lead actress and you know what's cool about the nanny is that i think that there i would say nanny's like maybe horror adjacent like i you the scariest part in that movie to me or the most tension was the human to human things when really yes yeah, so like when body space is being kind of like yeah. questioned and like yeah. the, the 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 mother there's a nanny and a mother and the mother well they're yeah. both mothers but the mother yeah. is michelle monaghan is like kind of yeah. touching her in a certain way yeah. and you're not sure yet which is a direct it's a direct cinematic reference to black girl by usmana simbene who um black girl is a film about a senegalese immigrant that goes to france uh and becomes i think also a nanny um and recently uh nikki yatu did like a side by side on that and i was like damn and as i mean hello you didn't even know that and you clue in so hard to it you know yeah like it's that like was the powerful. person to person 
interactions are crazy. Yeah. Um, my favorite parts of Nanny were definitely like um, the mythology. The, the mythology parts. Oh, really? I definitely do agree with you that it may not necessarily be scary, but I definitely do think that there is this tension embedded into it. And also just like the when you internalize the perspective of that protagonist, all that movie is horror for her. Again, the yeah. horror of trauma. And sometimes I really... And, I really yeah. appreciate films that actually understand how to work with horror as trauma. To me, it's almost very Korean. Like Park Chan-wook films to me are horror. Like Old Boy, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Those films may not be horror straight up, but they are horrific. And mm -hmm. I count them as horrors because it's the horror of what humans do to each other and also the horror of trauma and how it mm. resurfaces in so many ways, particularly violently, right? Um, yeah, and I mean, in many ways, Nanny has like a happy ending. Well, um, that ending came by, came really quick. I right? felt too. Yeah. yeah. I felt that too. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that too. I was honestly kind of surprised I had a happy ending. I was happy. That was the happiest in the shortest amount of time I've ever seen, I think. I think so. It was I, like 60 seconds. It was like 30 seconds. Like, yeah. doo -doo 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 she gets like pregnant and then like that's it, right? She goes from like, well, spoilers. Fast forward 10 seconds. Uh, she like goes from almost killing herself, suicide, to like right. having a baby and maybe getting married or something. There's just like so yeah. it goes from death to yeah. rebirth almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I, I definitely. I could have seen that play out a little bit more or something. No, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It almost felt um, a little like. Did yeah, she get, I'm like, not. Yeah, I'm not sure I loved the third act, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what makes Nanny so exciting, is that it's like so many things did stick the landing. And and remember, this is a debut feature film. Yeah, yeah. Um, that it just makes you feel like, oh, there's so much more that's going to get more refined as yeah. things go on. Um, yeah, so I would say those were my favorite performances of the year. Justin Long, Anna Diop, um... And I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to troll you or anything because this is not a great movie, but Florence Pugh in Don't Worry Darling is no, that's my performance of I the year. Actually, maybe maybe it's also because I just saw it, but she no, she people is have so said good. that that she's yeah. the only good thing about it. And I yeah. mean that's what I, I don't think Florence again, I'm not the biggest fan of her or her films, but I think that she is undoubtedly one of the best actresses. Um, especially when you think of like who are the other it girlies like Margot Robbie and uh fucking what's her face uh Emma Stone you know oh yeah and People Anna like Taylor that. Joy uh, yeah Anya Taylor Joy like I'm sorry Florence Pugh to me is the one that does it yeah you know? that's true um, and, and there's something to just the amount the volume that so many times I've seen these same actors in the same things right. like I do love just seeing different actors too no you yeah know? and maybe I just haven't but I'm already approaching like seeing Florence Pugh a lot. No, Florence Pugh is, is in a is in a lot. Um, yeah, but I'm still not tired of her. She's just, you, know, <laughs> you will allow Florence I'll supremacy. Allow it, yes. All right. So how do we feel? I feel like 2022 was rock solid. It rocked. We could keep watching movies from 2022. I could. And yeah, still get I want. Still I still, still really want to Salome. Salome and Westera Salome sound really and good. Westera. What, Salome is from 
an African country. I'm forgetting which one. Um, and Huesera's from Peru and Mexico. Um, people keep suggesting Hellbender to me, but I just cool like every name. single time I, know, I go to watch it, I'm like, I feel like I don't want to watch this. Yeah, the movie I was thinking of earlier, Satan Slaves Two Communion, oh shit, I- Indonesian. Uh, and so we that, need to see Satan Slaves One. And all right, so I got to go back and watch Satan Slaves One. And we then do I'm love watch Indonesian films here. Do though. we? Yes. I mean, we we saw May the Devil take you right i don't think so oh shit but maybe you probably I mean, no you saw i did it. i did um, and those were that's one of my favorite films i've ever seen ever really oh it's just crazy it's on netflix may we the devil do take an indonesian you. episode we should do an indonesian episode yeah um oh i wanted to mention this if you go on shutter right now everyone go on shutter and pull up since you'll be listening to this just after christmas probably unless you're listening to this years ahead of time um <laughs> the Christmas horror story. Oh my my personal top three favorite horror movies of all time has five out of five skull rating on Shudder. Okay. That is something that is so no almost no other film has five That's skulls. That's not a good compliment. I was so excited to see that last night. And I thought, yes, my baby, my darling, my precious, precious movie, the greatest horror anthology ever made. Christmas Horror Story. If you haven't seen it yet, go give that a watch. Uh, do you watch a film on Christmas Eve? Uh, no, not to be. I, I watched always... the film of the baby Jesus in church. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always watch It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, so nice. I'm super excited. I, yeah. It makes me so happy. I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's maybe the most whitest American thing about me, but mm-hmm. I would die for that movie. All right. And then tomorrow I'm trying to decide if I want to see Tar or The Fablemans. I don't really like Spielberg. That's a Spielberg's making Yeah, stuff? so Spielberg has a movie. It's all about his family, but told through the movie. So it's like a meta movie thing. Why don't you just watch A Christmas Horror Story? No. Just have um, some fun. I, no, on Christmas, I like watching a new release. That's always been a tradition that I've okay, had okay. since uh, since growing up in Florida. Like in Florida, I would drive to Delia an hour away and we would go to the theaters. But now with the pandemic, I just... Re- I just spend the twenty dollars to watch it at home mm-hmm. um so tar or the fablemans i might even do violent night yeah that that that's, um, sounds better than what you've described before <laughs> um worst movie i ever saw on christmas what Benj- oh. benjamin button i saw that in theaters that's one of my favorite movies of all time Are and i saw serious? that on christmas ah that's we had my we had exact fucking opposite movie. experiences no, that, on the same I, day <laughs> the it was, same year it was the perfect movie to that me that almost ruined my christmas um that it, was my did. that was one of my favorite christmases ever wow um, I, but I think i know though easily what's the worst movie i ever saw on christmas because it was the pandemic christmas and it was wonder woman 1984 that was bad that was very <laughs> that was so okay bad. and not only was it bad <laughs> yeah i took a ton of mushrooms so there were moments when i was watching that movie where i was like i can't tell if this movie is so bad or if the mushrooms is making it worse yeah and i think it was both especially because that movie had like four different villains and i'm like are these all new villains or is this the mushrooms this is the mushrooms like splitting Kristen wig into seven different and i don't know if you remember 
that movie is so hyper stylized that like everyone was wearing coordinating colors and i was like again yeah i don't know if this is normal am i in the land of the real it was just yeah wonder woman 1984 was i'm so glad no more wonder women movies ever again they remarkably made so many bad movies (laughs) i know um yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we covered 2022. Y'all. Um, you know, some highs. We didn't really talk about nope, but let's not. Some lows. Let's just, nope. Yeah. We kind of did. We, we said that we didn't really I tried. fuck with it. I tried. I, sorry. Okay. I watched all of it. I hated it mainly because, again, it's a story that could have been told in 90 minutes. Uh-huh. It's so fucking clunky one thing i'll always give jordan peele is of course your cinematography is beautiful but again it's like i am walked through a story and i like i'm supposed to be watching a horror but it's a horror without any tension it's Mm. like i'm just like what like what is the point of this here yeah um i think uh watcher and resurrection are also two that we didn't discuss but those are both on shutter those were both films that were hyped to me and I didn't like them as as also, much as you were hoping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially because someone described resurrection to me as possession, so I was expecting, you know, at least something a little bit crazy. And the crazy, well, first off, it's about a a guy that ate his son to spite his much younger uh, wife that he groomed out of academia. He follows her 20 years later saying, he's been living in my belly for 20 years. You want to see him, right? Long story short, in the last 10 minutes, she finally fucking cuts him open. And supposedly there's like this fetus in the back. But it's also ambiguous. Like you can't tell if it's her going insane or if it was real. And I was like... Is it just because something was living in someone else that someone called this possession? Because this is definitely not like possession. <laughs> um, I'm speechless on that yeah, one. No, I, I, it, I can't believe so I missed multiple it's male so pregnant <laughs> you, they, they, This was definitely the year of male pregnancy <laughs> and not in and an I inclusive way. And I missed More it. In a, well, what if men got pregnant, but, actually? Yeah. But real men, not trans men. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, gender and it's essentialism. And it's horror. Yeah. No, and gender essentialism can eat a dick. All right. Well, fist bump, we did it. Yeah. We. Okay. We're almost close enough to fist bump, actually. <laughs> we thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you all for, for having 2022 with us. And if you're listening in the future, whatever year it may be, um, 2023 is going to be great. We're all going to be hanging out, watching movies together. And yeah. hopefully many, many We're going to go to the Alamo now. To the Alamo and or whatever Alamos are near you, you know. Yeah. Um, yes. So we're going to be one big, happy family watching movies together and having a good time. And so thank you all for listening. We to have us. something to look forward to. All right. Well, be safe. Have a Merry Christmas and a happy new year and a, and a, oh, I don't have anything else to say either. Uh, whatever holidays exist. All, the other, all the other holidays. Oh. And what are we gonna do? We have another. Do we have a future pod to tease? I mean, Indonesia, aliens. Did we ever do Hitchcock? I think I watched the films, but I don't think we did. I think okay. something else so came we, up. So there, we definitely was... want. We need to do Hitchcock. We need to do aliens, and I do want to do Indonesia. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so All that's right. what we're doing. Twenty twenty three, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>